Welcome to Sustainable Development for the Soul. I am your host, Craig Polhamus. This episode is entitled, The Deadly Sins of Sustainability. This is the beginning of the fourth week of Advent. We've made it. The idea behind this podcast is that by linking spirituality to sustainability, I can provide inspiration for both prayer and reflection as we work together toward a more sustainable world, a world that I believe God wants us to create. Today's Bible quotation is from Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call him Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Let me start my reflection by a quote from Nelson Mandela. He had said, If you talk to a man in a language he understands, that goes to his head. But if you talk to him in his own language, that goes to his heart. Let's talk about sin. There's so many ways to look at this. Let's just take a couple. One would be the sin of communication. The first would be lacking emotion, missing that emotional connection with those you are talking with. I'm trying to avoid that in these podcasts. The second would be to become too emotional, filling whoever it is you're talking to with a sense of fear or failure. Hopefully I've been able to avoid that as well. The third would be to be too technical or wonky, using scientific language that's incomprehensible to whoever it is you're talking to. The fourth is like it, to be jargony, thinking of various ways of translating everyday terms, using too many scientific ideas and clauses, and losing the focus of your audience. The fifth would be being ambiguous, either a lack of clarity of ideas or ideas that are just too big for people to grasp and understand, let alone not knowing how we can act. The sixth is being just like everyone else. The only real way to find a story that is different from the competitors is to simply be yourself. And the seventh is to be disconnected. You need to have a consistent story across everything and allow people to buy into it. Hopefully we've been succeeding in avoiding these sins. But let's now talk about the seven sins of greenwashing. Greenwashing is usually defined as the act of misleading consumers regarding environmental practices or products Uh, talking about environmental benefits of a product or service. As we work toward sustainable development, we need to be mindful and discerning when we are shopping or selling. Here are some of the seven deadly greenwashing sins. First would be the sin of the hidden trade-off, that suggesting that a product is green based on a very narrow set of attributes without paying attention to other important environmental issues. For example, paper is not necessarily environmentally preferable just because it comes from a sustainably harvested forest. 
The other would be to talk about greenhouse gas emissions such as chloride use and bleaching that may be equally important when you're talking about use of paper. Another example would be how much energy has gone into the process, greenhouse gas emissions, air and water pollution. Sometimes these things can be more significant. The second would be the sin of not having any proof. To make an environmental claim that's not substantiated or supported by a third-party certification. Common examples are facial tissues or toilet tissue that claim various percentages of post-consumer recycled content without providing any kind of evidence. Another would be the sin of vagueness. To make an environmental claim that is so broadly or poorly defined that its real meaning is kind of misunderstood by, by the consumer. All natural is an example. Well, naturally occurring elements like arsenic, uranium, mercury, formaldehyde, they're all naturally occurring but are poisonous. Just because something is natural does not necessarily make it green. The fourth sin is the sin of irrelevance. It might be truthful but unimportant or unhelpful to talk about certain environmentally preferable products. An uh, example would be CFC-free, very common example. But most of those have been banned under the Montreal Protocol for several years now. The fifth one is the sin of the lesser of two evils. This sin is committed when somebody claims something to be true, and it may be, but you're distracting the consumer or the person you're talking to from a greater environmental truth or impact when you look at something holistically. For example, uh, organic cigarettes, fuel-efficient sport utility vehicles. I think you kind of get the idea. The sixth is the sin of fibbing. Environmental claims that are simply not true. Examples might be appliances that claim to be Energy Star certified or registered and are not. The seventh is the sin of worshiping false labels. This is where a product through either words or images gives the impression of a third-party endorsement when there really is no endorsement. It's either a fake label or a false advertising, I guess you would say. Laboratory tests or inspections are usually a credible mark of something being evaluated, but sometimes this is simply a validation or a sustainability claim. We need to be able to distinguish products and companies that have really undertaken the, the work that is required to be sustainable from those who are simply pretending. Now, the seven deadly sins of greenwashing are a reflection of the seven deadly sins that we know as Christians, that being pride, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, wrath, and sloth. Let's think about how those would apply to sustainability. Sloth comes from minimizing the amount of physical or mental effort that is needed to be accomplished through energy use or labor-saving appliances or devices, it can lead to higher demands of fossil carbon sources. In other words, environmental degradation. Wrath. Wrath comes from the feeling of 
love of justice perverted to revenge and spite. It's a lack of forgiveness. If this becomes a core part of your community, you'll cease to have community. Gluttony comes from assuming that just a little bit more of your fair share, regardless of how much or little remains. Affluence is detrimental to sustainability as just as much as poverty. So yes, environmental degradation. Envy is a desire to deprive other men of theirs, severs a man from his neighbor. Lust can always mean sexual, but there's also the lust for power, lust for money. This is really one of the things that is a causation of so many other problems. Our society is riddled with it. If we were to maintain a healthy and emotional connections with other people, lust would cease to have as much of an impact. Greed is an inordinate desire to acquire or possess more than one needs. It is the antithesis of sustainability. And pride, pride has been labeled as the father of all sins, and as such explains much of what's going wrong with our world. There's a distinction between cocky and arrogant. This, left to its own, will lead to things like nationalism, honor killings, shattered egos, all of the above. My closing blessing to you is, why don't we look at virtues? Humility, charity, chastity, gratitude, temperance, patience, and diligence. May those be our watchwords. If these virtues were employed, it would make it so much easier to create and maintain a sustainable world. With that, have a wondrous and sustainable Christmas. Till next time.